Hello, and welcome back to Let's Get Weirding. I'm Bo North. And I'm Megan Sunday. On this show, we're ta- discussing Frank Herbert's Dune series chapter by chapter. And this week, we're back to talk about chapter 33, just as soon as this order of silence has been lifted. <laughs> so we don't want to, we can't use our magic. Right. No magic. <laughs> which, which is words. <laughs> our magic is our words. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a writer, I'd like to think that that's true, but <laughs> I've seen how many reviews I have on Amazon, and I don't feel like that's probably applies to me. <laughs> yeah, and I've been writing a review today, and I just keep going, is that a word? Is that a word I wrote? <laughs> is that a word? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe no one will notice. We'll go with it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe everyone will just yeah. ignore it. Here's hoping. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. Oh, yeah, how are you, Megan? I am good. Uh, I have a giant. Do you like this boot. conversational thing that I'm trying to do before yeah, we, is... we start getting into it oh. now? Oh boy! As opposed to our cold on topic conversation, right? <laughs> our very, you know, rigid sort mm-hmm. of. We have a structure and a format, and nothing gets. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? That no, I but interrupt I get it. you a lot and talk <laughs> over you is what I'm saying. I'm trying to talk to you. <laughs> I think part of that is because we can't see each other. That is part of it. I'm we terrible are, uh, with cues. We, you know, it's hard when you can't see the other. And sometimes it's even harder when you can. Um, because <laughs> you're just kind of staring at each other like who's going to talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah, it's just one of the, the faults of the, the process. Um, but yeah, no, everything is good. I have a giant boot on my foot because Uh-oh. I have tendinitis, which oh, is fine. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> half an Elton John. <laughs> and uh, that's been interesting. And sort of hobbling around my house just kind of going like everybody <sighs> is injured there are too many people with like injured feet injured necks injured oh, yeah. arms injured legs like my best friend like completely broke her ankle like broke broke her ankle <sighs> on thanksgiving day had to have surgery like pretty much right away my oh, brother my has got like three herniated discs in his neck and has to have surgery on monday like <sighs> you have tendonitis <laughs> Yeah, everyone it, just stop being hurt. Yeah, everyone just the past few weeks, I feel like so many people that we know, mm-hmm. like, has, that's been happening. And it's just like, you know what, maybe we could all just stay at home. And yeah, see, <laughs> not, I'm fine because I never leave the house. Not get stomach bugs or yeah. the flu or uh I recently found out that a friend of mine, uh, I had noticed that I hadn't really heard from her. It's because she was in a car accident and was in a coma. Oh, God. So it was just sort of like, wait, what? Is she okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that it was, I mean, I don't know a ton of details, but she seems to be fine. Like, she was letting everyone know what had happened, and it was her telling everyone, you know, it wasn't someone saying, like, on behalf of. Yeah. So I think that's a good sign. Mm. Um, But it was sort of a, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. That's not something you hear every day. No, and she has, I feel like, worse luck than most. Like, the poor, poor woman has always had something. But mm. uh, it's just like, can we all just go to bed and wake up in 2020? <laughs> well, you know what I bet that boot would be good for? 
walking without rhythm. Yeah, no, that's my only, the only saving grace of it. Is that's all I you're do You're not going to attract any sandworms. So you're, not me. you're in the clear. <laughs> not me at all. I know we've talked about this before, but what a weird detail. Just what a weird thing. Like, yeah, that you know, rhythm is what building. attracts them. It's interesting. I don't know. It's just such a bizarre choice. Why don't they go into the cities? Yeah, it seems like they would. I mean, they're big enough. It also seems like the Fremen do things to actively keep them away from certain areas. Yeah. Yeah. But why would the Fremen care? I don't know. It's always sort of a weird thing to me. It's like, well, what's stopping them from just going wherever the heck they want? Yeah, exactly. Maybe the under, like what the earth is made of is is different. Like it's more rock or something. Sure. Uh, I mean, I still find it kind of preposterous that this many giant things live in one planet but Mm -hmm. i mean the ocean is very big yeah the ocean's huge i mean did you see that uh site that page that got released last week and it was like if you keep it's like the ocean if you keep scrolling it'll show you like what lives at that depth oh i don't like Like, as you as you scroll down it's like oh my god it was there are some nightmare they, and there's like we don't even know like we know this isn't all there is in there mm-hmm. but like you know there are some of those things that I'm just like holy Moses no thank you you can just you guys stay in your deep dark water well I recently I watched Aquaman yeah so I know it lives in the sea and it's Patrick Wilson <laughs> in a cape <laughs> why do people have capes underwater it does seem counterintuitive doesn't it it's a little silly <laughs> i'll say that oh. that was a silly part of that movie was the capes just that not Ju- well, what who was it julie andrews as the kraken that was amazing i approved of that very much uh, the moment she started talking i was like that's julie andrews <laughs> I know that. I know that voice. I knew that it was someone. I would I was like, it's someone that you wouldn't expect. And I had to look it up. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> what a choice. I love that she did it. I do, too. I love that they were like, hey, do you want to voice a giant Kraken-esque thing? And she's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> I mean, it's a paycheck, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to leave my house. Or I do, but I just have to go to a studio. Yeah. Sounds good to me. half a day. <laughs> uh yeah i i don't but yeah the ocean we have a shower curtain that kind of shows the levels of the ocean but it's all very cartoony because it's mm. you know for kids so i'm kind of fine with that because it's like oh look an octopus but he's got a little hat on you know yeah. like, but when i see the actual scientific things it's like oh i don't know no 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 yeah you don't want to see that i saw a, a video once that was uh relative sizes of things in the universe and at a certain oh. point, I seriously began to have an existential crisis. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't look at those. They re- like, I'll go full Paul Atreides. Yeah, it was very like, oh yeah, Jupiter's really big. I knew that, and then it was going back, you know, out beyond the Milky Way, and it was like, yeah. oh, what, what, okay, what? <laughs> we like, really are just so small. <laughs> we might as well not exist. Uh, yeah, and. If certain people have their way, we're not gonna. So, <laughs> problem solved. Anyway, <laughs> on that note, it's probably a good time to start the show. 
probably. Uh, Hello and welcome back to listen. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to give any really obvious places to skip ahead. No, you have to yeah. listen to it all. Yeah, I feel bad because I made you talk all that, <laughs> do all that chit chat, and now you have a very long epigraph. But if you want <laughs> to, so if you want to excerpt it, I will not hold that against you. I wouldn't even know what to to take out. It's all too <laughs> important. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Important. All right. So our epigraph this week is from In My Father's House by the Princess Arulin. My father, the Padishah Emperor, was 72, yet looked no more than 35, the year he encompassed the death of Duke Leto and gave Arrakis back to the Harkonnens. He seldom appeared in public wearing other than a Sardaukar uniform and a Bursag's black helmet with the Imperial Lion in gold upon its crest. The uniform was an open reminder of where his power lay. He was not always that blatant, though. When he wanted, he could radiate charm and sincerity, but I often wonder in these later days if anything about him was as it seemed. I think now he was a man fighting constantly to escape the bars of an invisible cage. You must remember that he was an emperor, fatherhead of a dynasty that reached back into the dimmest history, but we denied him a legal son. Was this not the most terrible defeat a ruler ever suffered? My mother obeyed her sister's superiors, where the Lady Jessica disobeyed. Which of them was the stronger? History already has answered. Or, um, you know, you could have had an empress. i just going to throw that out there, patriarchy. Yeah. Uh, what is, so what did history say? What was their answer? Uh, <laughs> um, I mean... It's not exactly clear. Yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> yeah. like, uh, I mean, I guess technically we could say just, I don't know, one. No one won. Oh. <laughs> uh, this not having a son, it's the worst thing that could ever happen to a man. Eh, as someone with a daughter, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Why would I care? <laughs> Who will inherit our wealth? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of fun to laugh about this stuff now, but the way the world is going, I am afraid that things might go that way at some point. Yeah. Um... Sorry, I'm very rattled by the UK election results. <sighs> if you yeah. couldn't tell. It's very much on my mind. It will very much be through all this podcast. Yeah, I I read the news. I went, yeah. mm-hmm. And then I just was like, da-da-da, what else am I thinking about? Because if I sit and start, <laughs> like, stewing in my own juices, it's not going to get anything accomplished, so. Yeah. But... That being said, this chapter was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of a lot going on. It's action packed. Packed with action. <laughs> yeah, this is like stuff has started to happen. They don't yes. linger on the Jameis stuff. Like now he is starting his his shit and well, ending ending his shit. Uh, you know what this is? This is forward momentum and mm -hmm. I am for it. Yeah, I do feel like a lot a lot of authors would have had it be just a looming thing in the background for mm -hmm. chapters and chapters and chapters, but we don't have time for that. Like now things are happening. Yeah. Um and we I mean we we are going to have time jumps in the future. You mm -hmm. know, there is a lot of, you know, months past and things like that, but right now things are happening. Yeah. And um, well, what's happening here is Jessica's waking up from a nice little she finally got some real sleep. Mm -hmm. Which is a, is very important to your body and mind to get good, restful REM, REM sleep. 
REM in sleep, a, I guess. A hammock because their cloaks double as hammocks. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, these Fremen, they're like the Swiss Army knives of, I don't know, people. One year that for Christmas, wrong. I got my dad this poncho that also becomes like a seat cushion. And I think I talked about it more than, you know, he was like, oh, that's really neat. Like, I take it to football games. And I was like, do you see it has these functions? It is two things in one. Like, this is astonishing. It's just like, okay, Megan, you're like, <laughs> you're really making uh, Christmas no very intense. <laughs> Anything that's been miniaturized, that's how I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to talk about it for like an hour. <laughs> when I was at um, the store the other day, they had, it, you know how they have like the, you know, like little mini cooking sets and stuff for kids? Yeah. It yeah, was yeah. a toy Instant Pot. Aww. And I was just like, oh my God, it's a little baby Instant Pot. And it was like, I don't need this. My kid doesn't need this, but it's a little <laughs> tiny Instant Pot. You could pretend yeah. to cook a whole chicken. You could you know, pretend to do that. I did it once. I cooked a whole chicken in the Instant Pot and it cooked it. That's the most you can say. There's mm. nothing like that mm, wet skin. <laughs> yeah, if I need a whole chicken, $5 rotisserie is yeah. my, that's where I live. That's the go-to. But um, Jessica wakes that. up. Yeah, no, they don't have that here. They do have some kind of, they do eat some kind of bird. I mean, maybe like back when they get back to like their actual like main domain when they get back to the set maybe there's like a rotisserie chicken <laughs> you can't bring <laughs> well, that I on mean, the road they, they would be cooking them on the spits mm-hmm. so that is a rotisserie yeah, yeah. Mm, delicious um but before that she wakes up and i love this i think this is such a good and important detail like I had forgot, I had completely forgotten from reading this before that Jameis was going, he was trying to go after her, not Paul. Like, Mm -hmm. she was the one that he saw as a threat. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) Like, of course, because she is the, like, in his head, she would be the bigger threat. I Mm -hmm. love that. Um, I mean, I don't love that a, yet another person is mistrustful and, you know, disrespectful of Jessica, but I do love that he recognizes her strengths, like, right away, and that she's, like, not someone to fuck with. And he's really bringing it just, like, to everyone, because he not only, you know, distrusts her, but he also basically accuses Stilgar of helping her. Yeah. You know, he says, you could have known all of those words you said in the last chapter because Stilgar could have told you, mm. you know, like he could have just been like feeding you things to say. And so Stilgar is also the kind of standing there like, I'm sorry, like you said what to me? <laughs> like, yeah. Jameis, we do not have time for this. I guess like he really wouldn't have a problem with Paul because, you know, Paul is young and Paul can be, you know, useful. Whereas Jessica, they kind of just see she doesn't know the ways of the desert, so she would just be like dead weight. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of get that, but I had forgotten for some reason, and maybe it was just like inferring too much from the movie. But like I, for some reason, remember Jameis wanting to go after Paul specifically, and I had completely forgotten that it was Jessica. Yeah, so it was like a nice little surprise. What I especially like is that, so Stilgar says, you know, he has the right to challenge you. He wants to fight your champion to determine if you're really, you know, the, the person from our legends. Mm-hmm. And Jessica says, well, I'm always my own champion, so he can fight me. And they're like, yeah, no, it doesn't work that way. But mm-hmm. I like that she's just like, yeah, yeah, okay, let's do it. 
<laughs> She's such a badass. I fucking love Jessica. And Jameis takes that as an insult as well, because he's like, well, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, you're not one of us. You don't know our ways. Uh, and then someone, still Karsh, just like, yeah, he's just pissy because your son, you know, knocked him out. He's like, that was an accident. Yeah. It was magic. <laughs> yeah. His there was male witchcraft. pride is hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like, someone was using witchcraft, and that's what did it. It's like, okay, dude. Okay. <laughs> sure, Jameis. Okay. I'm sure Paul, like, snuck down there and tied your shoelaces together. <laughs> Made you trip. Yeah, and Stilgar also pointed out that he, too, has also in the past beaten Jameis. So he's like, yeah, he's just taking this out on everybody, so let's just do this. Like, yeah. Um, but I Jessica, like it. But yeah. It's just like, he sucks, and, <laughs> you know, I tolerate him because he's a good fighter, but when he gets like this, he's a danger to everyone. And Jameis is just like, Stilgar? What the fuck? And it's like, yeah, well, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> Jessica tries to use the voice to talk him out of it, and he is not having it. I also like this little moment with the water, I think, before she uses the voice. Because yeah, because so he's like, is like, they, they had have... all this water. And Stilgar does immediately kind of go, and you had this, why? And Jessica's like, look, we don't know your ways. Like, where we come from, there's water everywhere. Like there's oceans and rain. I, it falls you know, if, from the sky. Yeah. If you don't, if you want the water, then take the water. Like if someone needs it, take it. Mm-hmm. And so Stilgar is just like, oh, all right. Well, then that's cool. You well, know? I think it's also like important to know. He says, "What were you planning to do with all this wealth?" And it's like two jugs of water. Yeah, and Jessica's like, yeah. "Look, we we don't think about water like that yet. You know, we have to learn that." And yeah. she immediately says, you know, if people need water, then they should take it because the purpose of having it was, you know, for to life, save life, she says. And yeah. he's like, and I like that that immediately, like, Stilgar is immediately just back on her team. She's like, all right, cool. That's yeah. nice of you. Like, we'll deal with that later. Uh, and James is like, no, no, you're not going <laughs> to get off. Come on. Uh, Nothing and... is going to make James happy at this point. No. And I do, uh, Stilgar says, you know, so you're going to fight a kid. This is what you want, is yeah. to fight a kid. And even though I said that I, you know, they're with me, they were cool. You want to fight a kid. <laughs> and Stilgar's like, fine. If you have to do this, you'll do this. But if he doesn't kill you, then I'm going to, like, <laughs> I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah. Stilgar's done. I think we've all been there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Just God, like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> If this isn't isn't enough for you, then you're going to talk to me afterwards. I was there 30 minutes ago, but it was my cat and not a desert warrior. <laughs> Did you challenge like, you know, him? You know what? I'm done with you. I'm done. <laughs> to the pound. Just kidding. And there's also a nice moment where, you know, Jessica's still trying to say, like, uh, Paul's a kid and I should do it. And Stilgar goes, it's not how it works. I yeah. know you beat me. And that means you could beat anybody because I'm the best. Uh, right. But... <laughs> You still can't do it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, babe. <laughs> so she so, tries to use the voice. This is when she tries to use the voice. And it's yeah. basically like, yeah, if you hurt my son, I'm going to carve you into little pieces. And Jameis is kind of wise to what she's doing. He like kind of locks up and he's like, ah, she's using witchcraft. And uh, Stilgar's like, come on, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, shh, you got to be quiet. If yeah. you say anything... We're going to know you're using witchcraft, so just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and he's good about it later, because there's a point where he asks her a question, and then he's like, oh, And then shit, he's no, like, he's I, like, no, 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 don't. Me. Yeah. 
That would be me. I would totally be like, you cannot. Don't speak under any circumstances. Hey, what do you think is going to happen? Oh, no. Sorry. Sorry. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. <laughs> um, so Jessica's like, all right, fine. You know, not everyone's against me. She can kind of tell that there are people amongst them that are like, yeah, you know, we're on your side. And so, she sees like um, Chani like kind of, you know, whispering to Paul and, and talking to Paul and um figures like you know she's kind of hopefully giving him advice Mm -hmm. which she is she's telling she's telling paul about uh james's fighting style like he favors this side he can switch hands with his knife Mm -hmm. stuff like that um i like that then james they do there is a note that his still suit is very patched Mm-hmm. So I think they are kind of also trying to undercut this idea that he's, you know, because I don't, I don't feel like maybe Stilgar's is because, you know, right. he's the leader. So there's also, he's got probably just a lot of like issues within, you know, the tribe itself. Yeah. I mean, he's probably he's just not a happy a bad, dude. A bad apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... All, I mean, anytime you have a society, you're going to have outliers in that mm-hmm. society. I mean, it's just inevitable when you have a group of people, even people that are like isolated in this community, like in this wasteland, like there is still, it's still a community and you're still going to have like, you know, the odd ones out. So they, it's important. Paul does not wear anything on his feet. Yeah. Because Duncan Idaho always told him that, you if should you don't, don't know, know where your terrain. surface you yeah. should be barefoot which is kind of terrible advice because what if it's really hot or cold <laughs> or something i don't know duncan you're like you're a hippie dude you're just well like, i think night in the desert is pretty cold it's just like i don't know man take your shoes off be at <laughs> one with the earth like duncan this is not helping anyone <laughs> so he got all this advice uh the one thing that Jessica is just like, well, you know, he's a good, he's been trained. He's been fighting his whole life. I've trained him, but he's 15. He doesn't have a shield. He doesn't know how to fight anyone who doesn't have a shield. And he's never fought with knives. Yeah. So, yikes. Yeah. And this is, I think, a scene that, I think it was cut from the movie. But it also just doesn't work as well because, well, he's not 15. You know, there's not mm-hmm. this. I get Jessica's still just like, well, that's my son, and he's never fought this way. But it's just yeah. this idea that, you know, everyone's giving him crap because he's calling out a 15 year old as opposed to, you yeah. know, Kyle McLaughlin from 23. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. That it, for, to, you have to really picture Paul as being like a child mm-hmm. for this scene to really be as effective as it is. But um, Paul, you know, for a young man, he is good at what he's doing. I like don't want to he... see Timothy Chalamet fight a person. Yeah, You're just a little elf boy. I mean, boy. we. I think they have Jameis listed in the. They cast do, list. and yeah. he looks like someone who could probably, you know, he works Smush out. Smush him, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love Timothy Chalamet. It's because I keep seeing ads Timothy for Chalamet little... looks incredibly small and breakable. And I keep seeing ads for Little Women, in which he's very, I mean, he's Lori, so it's yeah, just like, yeah. I have Timothy Chalamet. And it's like, yeah. oh, can you fight that was knife? That was perfect casting right there. It really, it really <laughs> is. Um, So they, they start fighting, 
and Paul, but Paul's going too slowly. Yeah. Because, as you said, like, he's never really fought someone without, that doesn't have a shield. And he's this, like, he's quick on the defense, but slow on the offense because of that. Like, he's slow Mm -hmm. because, as you remember from, like, the third chapter, like, you have to go into a shield slowly. Yeah. Yeah, if you attack a shield too fast, it doesn't work. So you have to, like, kind of wedge it in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's still trying to do that. He can't like break himself of that habit. And that is sort of having a bad effect on the, the crowd because everyone thinks that he's just messing with Jameis, that he's mm-hmm. going slowly on purpose. Yeah. Um, yeah. Paul... Silgar says like, stop toying with him. Yeah. Poor Paul's just like, I'm not. <laughs> God. There's also a great moment where Jessica starts, right before they start, she's just like, I have to do something to stop this. And before she can even move, Stilgar's just like, nope. Yeah. I like that they just already know each other that well. He's <laughs> like, no. Yeah. You can't stop it. You can't talk. Just will yeah. you calm down. Just stay there. Be still. Yeah. Um. But he does ask, he does finally get a hit on Jameis. He cuts his hand mm-hmm. and he asks, like, do you yield? And that's the part where you just like, I felt very sad. Like, my heart kind of broke mm-hmm. a little bit for Paul. I mean, and that's like really the first time since I would say like the early chapters of the book that I felt like sad for Paul. But like, he's trying to like be honorable and... Mm-hmm you know do like what his he was taught and it's just like he has to kill a person yeah there's no yielding yeah and he's just like you know that's not how it works you know you can't there's no yielding here because Jameis tries to act like you know see he doesn't you know he's he's insulting me and Stilgar's like he doesn't know yeah he's like there's no there's no yielding yeah it's to the death so he has to kill Jameis. And he does. Yes. Uh, he, he kills him. And everyone's kind of like, well, all right. Let's get his water. <laughs> yep. So they just kind of, <laughs> they go and pick up the body. And everyone's just like, well, all right. And then I don't get this. I don't understand Jessica's reaction because she makes herself like, she makes herself be very severe and be like, well, how does it feel to be a killer? It's just like he has I, killed before. I think part of that is because like she's seeing all the people like reacting and praising it, you know. And oh, that and he's she kind wants of got this like know... bloodlust, and he's got this like kind of high from doing it. And everyone's just like, oh my gosh, like he doesn't even have a mark, and he killed Jameis. And Chani is just like looking at him like, say. And so yeah. Jessica's just like, I gotta smack him down a little. Okay, well, that I gotta makes remind sense. him you just killed a person. And also, like, maybe she also kind of subconsciously thinks it will be something else to like bolster his his legend or whatever. Like, this mm-hmm. is his first time killing. Although it's not, he killed one of those guards in the ornithopter. But and then so Stilgar at this point is kind of like, look, you know, if you challenge me at any point, you don't think you're going to mess around with me the way you were messing with Jameis. And that's when Paul has to turn to Jessica and say, you know what was happening. And she's just like, he's never killed anyone with a knife before. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't toying with him. And then Stilgar's just like, he says, I didn't want to kill him. And Stilgar's like, oh, that's why you wanted to yield. Mm-hmm. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Sorry, because he says, you know, I thought I thought you were like a ringer, basically. Yeah. <laughs> he calls him a scorpion. He's like, I thought you were a scorpion, and he's just like, no, I just. He I was worried. Yeah. yeah. He was actually like <laughs> concerned about who he'd let into their to into their group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but Paul has now earned himself a place among the Fremen, and with that comes a Fremen name. He's given the name Usul, mm-hmm. which is, is that the one that's like the pillar? It means yeah, like the pillar. Yeah, the base of the pillar. Yeah. Uh, but it's only his Sietch name. Yes. Like only his tribe may use that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he gets to choose a manhood name, which is what mm-hmm. everyone will call him openly. Like that'll be the name that everyone can use. Yeah. And he chooses the name he he wants to know what they call the little kangaroo mouse uh and he i like that he like acts it out with one hand he's like the mouse mm-hmm. that goes like hop 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 and he's just like, doing a little hop thing <laughs> and everyone's just like yeah okay we know like he didn't like. just kill a guy <laughs> <laughs> and stilgar says we call that one Mwadib. and that's it and he says well and he thinks he has a vision of mm-hmm. the jihad and he thinks, like, I can't let that happen. And he knows that that comes with the name Wadib. So he says, well, you know, I'm still, I'm still in Atreides. So can you call me Paul Wadib? Because I don't want to give up the name that my father gave me. Mm-hmm. And so everyone's just like, oh, okay, cool. And Paul thinks, well, I'd never had a vision where anyone called me Paul Wadib. So it's got to be fine, right? <laughs> it's got to be fine. He, he senses that he's changed the future but mm. only slightly i think and everyone's just like but it's still you know everyone in the tribe is like see he's so wise like mm-hmm. strength and wisdom this is him lisa not yeah. gabe chani like, is already like, <laughs> like <laughs> i love chani i think she's a total badass and she puts paul in his place like more than anyone else does but she's also a 14 year old girl she's also a young girl who's, who is you know just met this new guy and he's in really the ways cute. of her people just did a totally awesome thing and yeah. showed he's a good fighter tell me of the waters of your home planet and so <laughs> oh um, boy <laughs> and so then <laughs> stilgar immediately just like starts like snapping his fingers and he's just like okay everybody like now we gotta get home like this yeah, is gone nuts get this kid some nose plugs let's get Jameis some burial rights take this water Everyone... i like that he immediately yells at paul about his still suit he's yeah. like tighten your still suit the hell jeez you're one of us now it's amazing like you're one of our people you're our brother shape up yeah (laughs) i love stilgar he is there to light fires better nose plugs what is he doing (laughs) like why is why was he out in the desert looking like this and she's like well i can't just make them out of air and he's like i don't care go get some like jeez you people he's like are we a troop together or a band of savages yeah um, but I, I like that where we end on this is Paul, like, thinking ahead. He's kind of, he's kind of once more in what he calls blind time, where he mm-hmm. can't really sense the future. But, um, he still, he could still see, I'm going to read this. Mm-hmm. He could still sense the green and black Atreides banner waving somewhere ahead, still see the Jihad's bloody swords and fanatic legions. 
It will not be, he told himself. I cannot let it be. Uh, yeah. Oh, cringe. Also, I don't love this, like, native populace being turned into fanatic legions. Oh, well, no. I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not great. No, no, it's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> I also, but I, one thing, right, that happens right before that is they are like, oh, by the way, I remember all that water they have because some of yeah. us need water. And Jessica's just like, yeah. You know, yeah, you ever take it. And I like that there's someone who's a water master mm-hmm. and that he's just like, it's not something that Stilgar just does. That he's just like, okay, like find out what everyone needs and give them that. Like they yeah. only get what they need. No one's just getting tons of water. Yeah. And then he says, you know, it's, he calls it the dower property, Jessica's dower property. And he says, when we mm-hmm. get back, she's going to get it, you know, it'll be repaid. Yeah. And she's like, oh, what's the repayment? At field rates. And he's like, 10 for one. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like, nope, that's how it is. <laughs> you know, he's like, just don't worry about it. <laughs> like, this is what I said. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, it's like, all right, fine. And this is before we even get into, like, water rings and everyone's wearing funky jewelry. and Yeah. So um, that's some some stuff we have to look forward to in the coming chapters. Ooh, I just uh, looked ahead to see next week's epigraph. <laughs> I lucked out with this one. <laughs> and it's a classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stitch that on a pillow. Right. But it looks like a, um, it'll be another Paul and Je- Yeah. So we're going to be staying with Paul and Jessica for one more chapter. Mm-hmm. And then after that, the week after, ooh, Fade Rautha Harkonnen. Oh, boy. It's about time. <laughs> yeah. We are really getting into it now, guys. Like, we haven't seen that dude in a while. And then... I know. After a while... Oh, and then pretty soon, we're back. We have another uh, break between books because we will be approaching book three. You know what that means. (gasps) Time for another one of our Dark Tower episodes. (laughs) Actually, I know no one is clamoring for but us. (laughs) (laughs) But we don't care. I don't care because this gives me an excuse to reread The Drawing of the Three, which is Mm -hmm. a excellent fantasy novel mm-hmm. it's a pretty good western it's just all around really good and really fun and i love it a lot so looking forward to that very much so, so exciting megan do we have mm. any plugs this week uh i don't yet i will i um up. do have something i want to plug that i haven't plugged yet i do have <laughs> a um novella that's out right now it just came out i don't know like uh listeners if you have someone in your life that's a fan of like short and sweet and contemporary holiday romance i have a short out now it's called holiday mixtape it is a modern version of jane austen's persuasion it's set in portland it's got a lot of fun stuff in it uh it's not too sweet i would say it's more of a bittersweet like a dark chocolate novelette all right. Not a white chocolate. Yeah. Oh, no. No. No one wants that. <laughs> yeah. But it's 99 cents on Amazon. Or if you have uh, Kindle Unlimited, it's on there as well. So, I mean, it's just, you know, for the price of a cup of coffee, you could uh, buy someone a nice, fun little holiday read. And you should. Yeah. You should. Please. Yeah, I don't have anything at the moment. <laughs> Please. <everyone>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, we no. are going to be on an upcoming episode of PredictoCast mm-hmm. um, talking about a Christmas movie, an early, or it's an 80s Disney Christmas movie, so uh, real Something. dark shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, called... Uh, I, I probably shouldn't say the name of it because I, I will I will leave that for them. But um, yeah, it will be out on the day before Christmas Eve, I believe. So the 23rd. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, it's PredictoCast. If you haven't listened to that show, um, former guest Josh, former guest Brian Skinner, both uh, host the show. They're very funny. Uh, it's a really good time. And it we is. managed to bring up the Dark Tower <laughs> while talking about a Christmas movie. So <laughs> we can do it. We can make anything about the things we like. Oh, imagine if like Roland was your secret Santa. You're not getting anything. You might get some. No, I was going to say you might get some bullets, but no. he might he might carve you something nice. That's true. He, I guess he it would depend. He's a it whittler. would depend on how he was feeling. Yeah. What he the would... circumstances Oh, no, were. no, no. It's Eddie that whittles. It's Eddie's that's the... Mm-hmm. That's the little carving yeah, guy. Roland's got to know how to do something. I right? mean, he could make you some jewelry out of strips of leather, I guess. Like oh, a nice friendship cuff. bracelet. Yeah. I was going to say, you could probably, like, I don't know, have sex with you. I mean, that's I... That's what everyone wants from him. Yeah. Please, <laughs> give me your syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> That's just in the movie. <laughs> I don't know. He's really been around. <laughs> All these villages. Oh, no. And, like, you know, he's slept with, like, I hate to use this word, but, like, old-timey good-time girls, you know? I was going to say No one's whores, having a good but... time. Yeah. <laughs> Except that no one's having a good time. Right. Ugh. Oh. But... <laughs> And no one's no one's had had sex in Dune for a while, and no one will for a while. So it's true. It's and luckily dry in more ways than one. We'll just say that <laughs> Jessica could have if she'd gone down that path, the Stilgar yeah. path. Yeah, but he has so many he has so many wives already. <laughs> Who needs the drama, honestly? I mean, I guess. Well, I mean, I think that would be difficult for Jessica because that was in their culture. Yeah. Although I imagine she would have had to have gotten some kind of training about how you deal if like Leto had gotten married. I'm sure. Because she would have to like know how to be around. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that ever really necessarily works out the way anyone intended. But my only, you know, I only know that because I saw The Last Emperor. <laughs> there was a lot more going on that affected them than just right. that relationship. Yeah, I <laughs> remember that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but it's getting exciting. We're meeting more about the Fremen. Yeah. Um, we met Jameis. We said goodbye to Jameis. Bye, Jameis. Mm-hmm. I'm we excited that they've you. casted him, though. Yeah. Because I think that that means we're going to get a, I'm hoping that means we're going to get a really cool knife fight. Mm-hmm. And not just, you know, the one later on at the very end. Right. Which we'd have to wait a whole nother movie for. Exactly. And I mean, they served to bookend each other anyway. Yeah. You know, the idea of Paul as a 15-year-old doing this and then compared to him later when yeah. he's like a 19-year-old. <laughs> I right. don't even know how much time goes by, but it's not we a lot. We have to wait for Fortinbras to show up. I mean, Alia. <laughs> yeah, and Alia's like seven or something at the end. I don't yeah. know. 
She's just walking around weirding everybody out. It's amazing. <laughs> She's an extremely weird character. I just love how there's so many moments where people are just like, so everyone's creeped out by Alia. Just because like, <laughs> yeah, what do you want me to do about it? Extremely weird. <laughs> She's unsettling and <laughs> she like watches people have babies and it's just like... So I see you're giving birth. And they're like, yeah, you're three. So <laughs> why did you just say that to me? <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. We'll, we'll get into it more at the time comes because I have a lot of thoughts about Alia. <sighs> so do I, I. Think she's all one of the, I think she's like the most tragic character. She very much stories. is. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. And I think she is incredibly villainized. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the heck anyone expected she was supposed to do. Yeah. And I think it's weird to marry someone when you were into their mom. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> just saying it. Yeah. I'm saying it right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Carnival. <laughs> Who? Jonesy. Uh, oh, right. Oh, God. Right. Remember? I do now. Yeah. And they had anal in a field. They, I remember. <laughs> Carnival, well. ladies and gentlemen, HBO. <laughs> look it up; it's great. You don't see it, by the way. What we just ah, uh, the don't. Dust Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was a lot of that in Carnival, though, because there was a lot of like my father's sins or my sins, and mm-hmm. you slept with my dad, and now I'm sleeping with you, and yeah. Yeah, I'm possibly your father, but we're probably going to have sex and yeah, carnival. <laughs> no, he was definitely her father. <laughs> he was definitely her father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> anyway, watch and, Carnival. It's on HBO. And no one else. Rufia definitely it. slept with Ben's dad. <laughs> also, oh, with ben. Scotter? Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> I had a stray cat that used to come around when it, when at the place where I lived when that show was airing and I had named it Scudder. But I mean, nothing but respect for Ben in that regard, actually, because I have met Adrian Barbeau and mm-hmm. she's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Adrian Barbeau is a freaking legend. And So, like, good on you, Ben. Do it, Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, she's kept it tight. She still looks good. I saw her at a Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. same. I was just like, oh, my God! <laughs> Ruthie! <laughs> <laughs> like forget all the all their like thousands of things she's been yeah, in all of your amazing. iconic roles but just right. that you, you you were you danced with a snake i know very seductively anyway that's hard to do <laughs> i, I want like someone to do that in dune i feel like someone's gotta snake? just have a snake i really would love to see some like some like rituals of this some of this tribe like mm-hmm not to be like all like white gaze or anything, but um, just because I feel like it. This is one thing. It's just like I want the fremen to be more than just this like warriors. You know what I mean? Like, do they have? They must have poets and musicians mm-hmm. and dancers and things like that. Like, I want them to be like a well-rounded culture, and maybe like what that means to me doesn't necessarily would not necessarily like apply to to them you know what i mean no i get it i get it does that make sense like yeah what we think of as well-rounded or whatever like culturally 
it is very much from our like western point of view so that might not apply and i should maybe just shut up <laughs> that was a circular argument i just had with myself <laughs> it was like i want to see them be something other than warriors unless that's really all they are in which case that's fine and i'll just shut up and go away but no, I mean, they had that, like, their legends and the prayer and everything. That's very poetic. Yeah. And I mean, Stilgar's working some poetry when he takes Jessica up to that little garden and is all like, oh, yeah. gaze upon the desert. Yeah, he's really working something. <laughs> I like how hard he's working it to then be like, yeah, but I guess we shouldn't. Yeah. But wouldn't it be crazy if we did? <laughs> wouldn't it be really? I mean, everyone already thinks we're, we're like, doing it right now. So, I mean. So, uh, wouldn't it be we weird? Just, mm, wouldn't it be <laughs> so weird? So weird if we made out. <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> I was at a party once where someone was trying to work that angle on another person. And it was incredibly awkward for everyone who had to hear it. <laughs> Everyone's oh just standing God. around, like, just drinking drinks. Like, oh, oh boy. Like, did someone turn up the music? Like, we're all hearing this right now. <laughs> oh, my God. That's just yep. the worst. It was. And it didn't work. <laughs> Ugh, cringe. Cringe yep. for days. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's going to wrap it up for this yep. week. I think I've been blathering off topic for long enough. Um, if you want to reach out to us, please do. We are weirdingpodcast at gmail.com we are on twitter at weirdingpod you can find us on instagram on facebook we're in all the places just pop in say hi tell us i don't know what you think of the show we have merch uh mm-hmm. salty s- salty said sweetly uh has the links to our merch in her uh tea public store so if you google her that will come up salty said sweetly I'm hoping my S's aren't too, like, <laughs> I feel and like... it's all great. I think we each have examples of both of the kinds of shirt, and they look awesome. They the do. The designs they look are really great. Good. The quality's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really great merchandise. Love the designs. I proposed another one. We'll see <laughs> if she makes it. If, if she does, it will be extremely silly, so... But, like, I've seen stickers and magnets and yes all sorts it's yes. all great yeah anything that will fit it'll fit in any budget really mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so uh that'll do it for us this week we will see you guys next week thanks everyone bye <laughs>